This Marketplace podcast is supported by Wharton Executive Education, a leader in providing today's business executives with knowledge for global impact. Learn more at wartonexecutiveeducation.com. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Three days on doesn't get any easier. What happens after Newtown? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Make it a working lunch. Listen to the Marketplace Midday Update podcast for the day's top business headlines. Subscribe on iTunes or at marketplace.org slash podcast. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. This is the Marketplace podcast for Monday, the 17th of December. Good as always to have you with us. In Newtown, Connecticut today, the funerals have started two so far. Jack Pinto and Noah Posner. Although I don't know how you say goodbye to a pair of six-year-old boys. Investigators, meanwhile, said it's going to take months to figure out exactly what happened before and after the shootings on Friday. But there is going to be a familiar pattern to how the bigger story is going to play out about what we do in response. We know because we've seen it before. We have a crisis or a tragedy. People propose new policies. Lawmakers in Washington debate what those policies ought to be. And then groups get involved to help those lawmakers make up their minds. From Washington Marketplace's David Gura gets us going. The NRA is the largest gun lobby, and it's got a reputation in this town. That's because of all the money at its disposal. Graham Wilson chairs the political science department at Boston University. The word in Washington is that crossing the National Rifle Association is dangerous. It's been known to pour hundreds of thousands of dollars into a single congressional race. Lee Drutman is a senior fellow at the Sunlight Foundation. During the last election cycle, the NRA spent more than $24 million. The money on one side is enormous. The money on the other side is tiny. In contrast, Drutman says the Brady Campaign to Prevent Gun Violence, that's the largest gun control organization, spent just $5,816 during the election. Total. Neither group responded to our requests for interviews. The NRA's cash advantage could serve as a powerful check against any new gun control efforts. Sheila Krumholtz runs the Center for Responsive Politics, and she says the NRA is already gearing up for the 2014 midterm elections. The NRA alone has given to more than 290 candidates already this cycle, so far this cycle. So that's, that's a lot of money in a lot of pockets in Washington. Lee Drutman with the Sunlight Foundation calls the NRA a textbook political organization because its members make it so effective. There are more than four million of them, and the NRA's membership has grown after other mass shootings. The NRA gets more members at times when gun control law is on the table. In the wake of Columbine, they increased their membership by about 50 percent. When it comes to money and to members, there's not an organization on the other side of the gun control issue that compares. In Washington, I'm David Gurra for Marketplace. There is a smattering of what seems like slightly less relevant political news out of Washington to tell you about. First of all, the fiscal cliff. Speaker of the House John Boehner met with President Obama today. About 45 minutes, we're told. Nothing they'd care to talk about afterward, though. Although, in a conversation this weekend, Mr. Boehner did apparently say he is open to higher tax rates on millionaires. So, maybe there's progress. Maybe there's not. The budgetary tea leaf reading continues. In foreign policy, the tea leaves are a bit more clear. Word is that Senator John Kerry, Democrat of Massachusetts, currently the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, is going to be the next secretary of state. If that does happen, it's going to mean a third Senate race in Massachusetts in a little bit over three years. 
from WBUR in Boston. Kurt Nickish has more now on the business of the political season that just keeps on a given. Who said anything about a fiscal cliff? Another special election back here would be... Like a stimulus package for the media. Toby Berkowitz teaches advertising at Boston University. Because it's such a short track in terms of when the primary and then the general is, the money comes in fast and furious. What's unusual is that this race would be coming on the heels of two other ginormous ones. In 2010, candidates raised more than $40 million in the special election to replace Ted Kennedy. Scott Brown won that one. This year, he lost re-election, but not before he and his opponent spent more than $76 million, much of it on TV ads. I'm Scott Brown, and I approve this message. Elizabeth Warren is trying to put questions about her hair. The most expensive Senate race ever also filled the pocketbooks of political consultants who may now be getting an unexpected gift. Well, this will be three Christmases. Tufts University political scientist Jeff Berry says another special election means...